Okay, so welcome to 2G Saturdays on Sundays. Hopefully this is the first episode of many, but it is our first episode. Uh, my name's Brad. This I'm is Tyler. Tyler. That was slightly awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know what you wanted, man. How was I supposed to know? But anyways, uh, so 2G Epoxy, we're an epoxy specialist company right now. Mostly we're finishing or refinishing tables or making new furniture, that type of stuff. But the podcast isn't really about that. It's basically about everything and anything. Um, everything and anything. Yeah. <laughs> now that song's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the podcast. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, and now we're in our third heat wave. I guess here in the summer. That's pretty crazy. Was it hot out again today? Oh, yeah, I was supposed to get up with plus 29 this week. Oh. Woo! And I think next week, if I pull up the weather real quick, it's going to be plus 30 again. Anyone in America who just laugh at our temperatures, but you know, it sucks here. You ain't used to this shit. Oh no, I guess it's... Goes back down a little bit. It's supposed to be plus 30 today, though. Yeah, that's... That's kind of hot for this area. It's kind of hot for every area, but... How hot did it get in BC when those people died? Dude, that was like 43 degrees. It's one of the highest recorded temperatures in North America, so. Jesus. In all of North America. It beat, uh, it gets hotter, it was hotter there than ever recorded in Las Vegas. Gee, isn't, is Mexico a part of North America? Yeah. I wonder what their record temperatures look like. Imagine it gets pretty hot that way. In the south, yeah. Did you hear about, uh, Biden giving $100 to encourage people to get vaccinated in the United States? Yeah, people, they do all kinds of weird things in America. They have, like, you win lotteries and you get beer. I can't remember what state. Or what to get vaccinated. Yeah. All these incentive programs. Huh. I know something. Do the, you know, the incentive of not dying is probably a little bit of priority, <laughs> but, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the first thing we should talk about is... Uh, Kind of about us a little bit, what we've been up to, what we've been doing, uh, a little bit about ourselves. So I guess the first thing is we built some end tables. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. YouTube video, we'll probably clip that, end tables. Now. Anyways. Did you edit that in, man? <laughs> <laughs> you wonder us to be my end. Um, they were a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of mistakes, too. You'll win some, you'll lose some. We wasted, like, how much epoxy? Like, how much did we lose in total, do you think? Like, at least two liters. Yeah, you have that little pail down there that's, like, quarter full right now. And yeah. It's, it's a five-liter pail. So yeah, yeah, we had, like, a Home Depot-sized pail, and right now it's about quarter filled with epoxy. And I don't know if you know a little epoxy, but it shit is fucking expensive. That it is. Well, it doesn't help we're using one of the more expensive brands, too. You know, that's something I didn't clarify before. Uh, what about uh, how PG are we going to keep this? Because I was just dropping some F-bombs there yeah. because nobody's business. Well, if we're putting it on YouTube and we want to be monetized at some point, probably keep the swearing to a minimum. But yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we just swear too much to be that way. It's just kind of... Welcome to Canada, <laughs> motherfuckers. This is how it is. We're the friendliest Sorry people about on that. Earth. <laughs> Sorry about that, eh? <laughs> we're the friendliest people on Earth. <laughs> Um, so what about you, man? What, uh, tell me about yourself. What people probably want to know. The one or two viewers that we have. The one or two viewers that we mean you. <laughs> what do you want to know about me, Brad? 
Well, I guess we're both from the same spot. We should we should touch on that. We're both brothers. Yeah, we're both brothers. We're both from Lloyd. Yeah. If anyone knows where that is. Hence the 2G. Last name Glover. 2G's. Two of us. Yeah. You didn't catch on? Probably went to because how would you know? Yeah. We have a lot of the similar interests in life, so you guys will hear us talk a lot about probably gaming stuff and car-related stuff and some more hobbies. We all, we're very into big into movies and stuff, so we're pretty nerdy guys. Yeah, like the podcast isn't supposed to be about our business. It's more like the business is just hosting the podcast. Yeah. Um, we'll just be talking about everything and anything, and I'm sure as the channel evolves and we grow a community, there will be things that we touch on a lot more and other things yeah. that we just don't. Um, but yeah, like both from the country... You know, kind of always work with our hands, that type of stuff. Um, yeah. That being said, we ne- weren't like we never got onto computers or anything. Definitely spent some time with video games, that type of shit. Maybe a little too much with video games. But hey. <laughs> yeah, like I used to do graphic design as a side hustle before this. Well, like I still do, to do a little bit. But I mainly just uh, stream and stuff like that. Play video games? Yeah. Hey, man. Do it whatever. Enjoy. Yeah, whatever makes you smile, right? Yeah. So I'll move on to a few other topics. So uh, just because we're epoxy business, kind of thought we'd start off with that and go from there. Um, there's some, like, major shortages, and it drove up the price of epoxy with uh, COVID-19. I mean, that kind of did the same thing to everything. Yeah, but. cars, everything. I didn't... So what were prices before? Because I don't really know much about the pricing of epoxy, because... I've only ever been into the boxy since the shortage, so... I can't really speak for a whole lot of brands, because... So I formerly worked at Windsor, so did he. And uh, Windsor Plywood, they sell eco-poxy. And uh, the franchise I was working from are... Well, they're all individually owned, but... The company I was working from, they built live-edge tables. And, um, like... I can't for say now, because I wasn't into epoxy at the time, like the pricing exactly... But it does feel like there's been a steep increase, like, what we're going to end up spending almost $800 worth of epoxy in the next river table or something like that. Yeah, it's not even, it's just a small end, or a coffee table, it's not a huge river yeah. table. Yeah, well, it'll be like two foot by four foot by two inches thick. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't think it'd be that expensive for that small. Mm-hmm. But hopefully your math is wrong and it's a little bit cheaper, because that is a small fortune. Yeah, and like... I don't think we even got a line on the powder-coated blades because we want to put steel, kind of like tubed powder-coated yeah. blades on there. Something a little more unique. I can't find places. I find places that do fabrication and places that do powder-coated, but I can't find places here in Edmonton that do. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing we didn't really mention off the start. Like, we're located in Edmonton, Alberta. It's in Canada. And then hopefully we'll get this podcast all across the board, so anywhere that you guys like to listen to your podcast, you should be able to find us there. And uh, going to be recording Saturdays, uploading Sundays is kind of the deal, I think. Yeah. It might be. It might come Saturday or Monday sometimes, depending on how busy or not busy we are. Yeah, yeah. Because like, we do work regular jobs throughout the day, and then 2G on the weekends, so you know, if things are going good, not that we're really complaining... Might not always be able to get it out right on Sunday, but we'll certainly try our hardest. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about was finding quality epoxy resins. So, like, I know of Epoxy. I know there's a company down in Calgary, south of us, Black Forest Woodco, that has their own epoxy resin. We should get some of theirs and try it. 
Yeah, and we definitely should. Oh, I should, should I go grab the diamond with the cheek poxy? Oh, yeah, yeah, gr grab it. Show it for the YouTube I'll channel. I'll grab all that. It's all yeah, just be quick about it. No, let me slow. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, we got, uh, got some cheap epoxy products, and, uh, basically it didn't work out like how we were hoping. Um, we kind of knew that it wasn't going to be great stuff, and we wanted to get a better understanding of why the quality epoxy was quality. And so the best way to do that is buy other brands and see what happens, right? Yeah. So this is our diamond. What, what, it was just some like no name brand you yeah. got. It's supposed to be crystal clear. Remember that's like what's on the packaging, yeah. right? It bubbled really bad despite trying to use the torch on it and try and pop bubbles. It just had so many bubbles and it caught so hot it burned like the epoxy in the middle. And this end piece took six, seven days to like you can still see where my fingers touched it because I thought it was. You got so hot and hard and so fast that it was just. Yeah, it was nice. But then again, you did. Not these ones, these blue ones, this entire coaster set was done with that exact same epoxy, and these actually worked out minus some. Well, actually, these all have a top coat of eco epoxy to see how it racked with the cheaper epoxy. Honestly, they didn't turn out too bad. Yeah, they turned out better than the solid epoxy ones that yeah. I made. And like, so the do the stickers in the center there, that's what they are, stickers, and then we just poured a, a top coat over top of this. We used a cricket, cut it out. I mean honestly the cricket that's right behind us. Yeah. And like honestly you could use any type of material, just cut it out, set yeah. it on there, make sure it's gonna be secure and won't float to the top and do your board. Yeah. This one like look how bad that worked. Yeah. It got really warped sitting in the mold, so this is just using purely the cheapest stuff, right? No, this was solid epoxy uh, eco epoxy. My last oh, time. you did the, all the white stuff in eco epoxy? Yeah, this entire mm -hmm. one. This entire one was because it was before you guys even came home with the cheap stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember the brand that was the cheap stuff. Yeah, we want to make some more of these. I think our mother wants them in blue, metallic, light blue, cyan color. I think it's a good way to dispel of like the because at the end you always have some leftover epoxy because you definitely don't want to be short when doing a pour, right? Because you got work yeah. time and all that type of stuff, so. It's nice to have molds and a way to uh, use the leftover epoxy. Yeah. It's more just for a gimmick and trying things out. Another thing we ended up getting recently was, was it HDP molds, like a plastic oh, yeah. type of material. Personally, I don't know a whole lot about it. Maybe uh, you get some listeners that know a thing or two, leave some comments about what's going on with it or not. Yeah, we haven't got to use it yet because we've been waiting for epoxy. Yeah, because the price of epoxy is so steep that uh, we got to sell some things first so we can get a little cash in the bank and do some more projects here, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then I think we're using what? Yeah, it's two inch hard white maple live edge. On yeah. The, it's a very Canadian project, like, because maple's pretty, here is pretty common, but in the rest of the world, maple is a pretty rare tree to have. I guess maybe not in America, but the rest of the world. Yeah, like, I know it's an exotic hardwood, but I wonder, like, what a, the rest of the globe thinks of, like, different exotic woods. It's weird that it's classified as exotic to us, even though it's cut down and all manufactured here in Canada, because, well, maybe it's from America, I guess. 
Because like, uh, but this is like hard white maple. There's different types of maple yeah, trees. Yeah, but maple trees mostly, if I'm not mistaken, grow in North America. Yeah. Big. Hence why Canada is known for maple syrup. The stigma around Canadians using maple syrup on everything. And then when you think about it, you know how many maple syrup classified case and drinks and all that stuff we have. We just don't really think about it. But yeah, we put maple syrup on. We put maple syrup on anything at least once. It's fucking good with eggs and sausage. Got it. It's pretty good with anything. Yeah, it's true. I wonder if anyone's put maple syrup on and protein. like like true maple syrup, not not the mm-hmm. fucking Aunt Jemima's. Yeah, <laughs> like none of that brand name stuff, like the stuff that says 100 percent Canadian maple. You know, syrup. Aunt Jemima's is good in a pinch, and it's good on eggos. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's, also, it's also significantly cheaper, actually, because it's a lot harder process. It's significantly more. And a lot of people don't like corn syrup. But honestly, there's nothing wrong with corn syrup. Yes, I think I've had corn syrup like two or three times in my life. Really? Yeah. Mm. Remember what mom had in that little yellow jug? Oh, yeah. yeah. But I feel like that would have been really out of date because I feel like I've just been there my whole life. Yeah. I think now we got to sell our end tables, though. We really got to find a, yeah. a market for those. They're on Kijiji, they're on Facebook, or not on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on Twitter. Yeah, so if anyone wants some end tables, we definitely got some for sale. Yeah. I'll try and put a picture of them covering his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're uh, white marble end tables with uh, oak legs and an oak border around the edges. Yeah, they're half price too. It was uh, one of our first uh, tries at this type of end table, so there's a few imperfections that yeah. we feel don't quite represent our brand the best, so do half price try like you know, get our money back at least on it because it's not like they turned out shitty or anything. Yeah. They just aren't the, the quality that we expect out of ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then uh, sell those for that uh, river table. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest issue with those tables was the white dye we're using, we believe, ended up being bad, so it just didn't work well. Right? Yeah, it was definitely expired, the one. We got that from Windsor up here in Edmonton. And it definitely was uh, expired. Something was yeah. wrong with it. It was it was just yeah. fucking up the epoxy. But I mean, Windsor's are so small. It's they're such a small company compared to like a Home Depot that they don't move stock as fast. So it is an expected thing to sometimes get shitty products from smaller locations. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be, but you know, it's when you can't move product. Yeah, like that uh, gas station that was besides or convenience store beside uh, Windsor and Lloyd. There, they sold all the. Oh, yeah. He, could, he had some really good stuff, but he just couldn't move it because he yeah. moved in during a recession and it was just, he just couldn't get his feet on your own. You go in there and, like, uh, you can get, like, a chocolate bar and it'd just be, like, a fucking rock. I mean, he could have, like, he didn't really, I don't, every time I went in there, it felt kind of dirty and dusty in there. Mm, I don't know if it would be too dirty, but, like, he definitely changed, like, he definitely had a market, like, a niche market for, like, um, whatever, whatever the cuisine that he started selling with. And he definitely had, like, a, a niche of different foods and started bringing that in. And so as he moved all, like, the, the chocolate bars, the sort of, like, the things you'd normally see in, like, a, yeah. a pop-up convenience store in this area, got rid of most of that and then moved on to, you know, whatever that food Is he was. still there? Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, I, well, I think whatever his little niche, like, I can't remember the type of cuisine, but uh, worked out pretty good. I think it was Indian cuisine, maybe? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, he's from... He's from somewhere in the Middle East, and his dad was helping them start it up, and yeah. Yeah, I remember it was super convenient when you work, and you can walk across. I never went, I really went there, I went there more when I didn't work, there at Windsor. 
Yeah, but we should talk a little bit about the podcast, kind of what we were hoping to do with it. Like, I was thinking, you know, what interests me anyways is, like, uh, some automotive stuff, cars, obviously, working with your hands, finishing, anything like that. Um, ideally, I would like to talk a little bit about the business and different yeah. epoxy things. Hopefully, we can do some YouTube videos that we'll uh, link with the yeah. podcast. Well, probably, I think we can talk about world, like, events. Like, like there's, like, different things that go on. Like, right now, the Olympics, and there's different stuff like that. And yeah. movies and stuff, we'll always talk about that, because we pretty, we're pretty much watch everything. Definitely keep it, like, all general for now, until yeah. we uh, at least get a community going that has... Obviously, you guys will have the most say on what we talk about and that yeah. type of stuff. Um, but we're into, like, video games, too, tech stuff. Um, like I said, a little bit of graphic design, so... All that type of stuff. Yeah, we... But, uh, yeah, that's topic one, two, and three. That went by fast. Yeah, I have some other random stuff we can talk about if you really want to. Yeah, what's up? Um, so, talk about other things is, I'm super into the game world. I don't know if you're not quite as big, but... Definitely like to play the games. Um, you know how a few days ago or a week ago you were like, you want to play a first-person shooter, you couldn't find a first-person shooter? Yeah, like something that was just... Um, there's a, game out, there's a game out there called Splitgate, and they are breaking the record. They went... They, their servers went down a few days ago because they went from having 400 concurrent players and within three weeks they went to 200,000 concurrent players. It's a free-to-play game. It's not a plug. I just I haven't played it yet, but it looks really entertaining and I'll probably get downloaded after this podcast. Yeah, it looks really fun. Huh. It kind of gives off, like, it's not super realistic. It's, and it's of, called Splitgate? Yeah. It has a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on in it. It's kind of like, people said it's a mix between Portal and Halo. I've never played Portal. Neither. <laughs> um, never. When did Portal come out? Long time ago, early, early two thousand, like mid two thousands, early twenty tens. Jesus, really old. Yeah, they have a second one that was probably like 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. It's a series. I mean, we do have the internet. We could be searching all this stuff up. Yeah, you know. You know yeah, we have an entire monitor shut off right there. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're. Uh, they're a pretty small team, so they weren't. They were really surprised. They grew. They're growing faster than uh, Among Us grew last year. Remember Among Us? Blue? Oh, really? Yeah, Among Us. They took a few months. They were expecting to get to this by after four or five months, not to do this in three weeks. So they were really surprised by this, and they kind of been trying to get back on it, play some catch up. Yeah, but I mean, for small developers, it's nice seeing small developers have breakout games like this. Well, yeah, no doubt. I yeah. think I think having small developers is like. Much better, because you get more creative ideas. There's a lot less pressure from investors and the executives, right? And smaller smaller developers tend to listen to their audience a bit more, whereas the bigger developments in the last few years, Call of Duty, Battlefield, don't really (laughs) listen to their uh, um, players. I mean, the new Battlefield game I have written down even right here is they uh, have a whole bunch of different game modes. They're adding a lot of stuff in that the players wanted and they took out. Like being able to launch, do, do fun things, like not just so focused on the combat, doing fun things and breaking the game. That's that's why I love the first, that Battlefield 4 is me and my friends had so much fun. We spent hundreds of hours in the game just doing stupid things. Yeah. But the last three Battlefields, Battle Hardline, Battlefield 1, and Battlefield 5 just all lacked. Yeah, like there's a, there's a bit of like the natural natural state of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's not quite what the developers intended, but that's not always a bad thing. Like, you know, like st- stumbling upon something good isn't bad. Like, just because you didn't mean to make yeah. it that way, it doesn't mean it's... Like, you know, I get you want people to play the game and the 
the way that you wanted. And uh, I think our YouTube video this bit kind of ended right there because the camera cut out. Now, so we found out the max recording length. Um, or maybe we just filled up my camera with storage and now we have no more storage. Yeah, but it's recording again. I think it stopped yeah. So everyone on YouTube would have missed this, but we just, the video just cut. We're filming it on my phone and it's been like an hour or so, so it just kind of cut out. So limitations. On a budget. Yeah, balling on a budget. Um, yeah, so I mean, our, our audio quality might not be superior. I think I've noticed it's going up and down as we move in our seats and stuff. Definitely yeah. something we're going to pay attention to for our next week's podcast. Yeah, we have a mic, well, we're using one of our cheap mics, but we have a little bit better of a mic coming in that will be able to hopefully provide a bit better audio, I hope. Yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite, I don't know if you've seen anything about that yet. No. Um, they're, last year I think it was they released a tester and people were really disappointed because it wasn't super, because whenever a Halo game releases, I guess they have this stigma of they're, they got to break it, they got to beat every other game company out there. Yes. Because they're Microsoft, right? They have more budget than anyone else. But, yeah, they're actually starting to build some traction now. Everyone was disappointed with that. Um, you can actually drop guns, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff in the multiplayer now that is a bit better than it was in the other games. I think you can kind of zoom in now, because before in Halo's you couldn't scope in or anything. So you no, can, yeah. You yeah. still can't scope in, but you can zoom in, and I think you can have selectifier and different firing selections on guns. And Oh, we lost you two again. Well, I don't think YouTube's going to see this bit. This is a podcast exclusive. You yep. can find it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, hopefully by next week we'll have a better camera set up. But I think we felt it was pretty important to get some content going and get the first yeah. episode up there. But anyways, Halo Infinite. Keep going there. Um, they changed the way... So um, it's always been Red versus Blue. And there's an entire TV show based around Red versus Blue. Yeah. Um, they actually changed it so now your outline is releases what looks like in the trailer. I could be wrong, but it looks like that you get a hold to the color you pick your character, and then the outline, like your shielding outline, will be red or blue, depending on team you're on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's not going to be finishing moves in this Halo game, though. Oh. Um, well, there will be. They said they'll, they'll be post-release, so they'll be later in the game. Um, they're just pushing themselves a little further than I guess they want. And you know what? At least they're upfront about that yeah. stuff. You know, it hate, hate to be a game to say you're going to do all this stuff and everyone buys the game to find out that you only got like a quarter of the features. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, to be a real punk head to do something like that. Fuck. No, that was, that was funny, but yeah, it sucks. Someone finished the game, someone beat it. Because it broke, the game was so broken when I started, it pissed me off. Maybe they're just expecting by the year 2077 they'll have all those features finally released? Yeah. Wait, isn't it based in 2077? Isn't that what it is? Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. I doubt the world's going to look like that in 40-odd years. Yeah, well, if we go back 40 years, what do they think the world will look like? <laughs> back to the Future. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, when we do have the shoot? first Back to the Future release. Um, <clears throat> Put your answers in. What do you think? I'm searching it up right now. 87. 85. Oh, I was close. So, yeah, that's like almost 40 years ago. The DeLorean. DeLoreans were such unique cars. Yeah. I've never seen one in person. No? No. Not a lot of them, either. They're pretty rare. I swear I was at a car show and there was a DeLorean there. Oh, Tasquin, uh, their car, I think they have one in their storage, huge storage of cars. Oh, really? Yeah, whether you actually get to see it, I don't know. They have so many cars there. 
Yeah. I think the DeLoreans were actually kind of like a piece of you-know-what. Yeah, they were. They were cool. It wasn't like the top speed, 66 miles an hour or something? Yeah, that, that, was, that was the stretches. Yeah, you had to go 80 miles an hour, and a car that barely goes 88 miles an hour. It was 88 miles yeah. fuck. Um, yeah, they were, uh, they were super, they were heavy. And they were, they were kind of cool looking. They were, they were like sci-fi. It's like, I kind of, a modern day representation is the Cybertruck. They kind of give off the same vibes, you know, that silvery, ugly color, weird angles, you know. <laughs> oh, the Cybertruck, man. Yeah, just... I, think, I think that's a, a good note to leave it on. Okay, so whatever viewers we got, do you guys think the Cybertruck is the next DeLorean? Is that what we have? Or is it better? Or is it worse? Let it's electric. It's electric, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go back to the future. That's, that's Wow, it's Elon Musk. You don't know. He might yeah, launch... we, we don't know yet. All of a sudden... If, it goes far, if he launches into space, it'll go far enough into space that it could be in the past. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's going to be the end of the podcast, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And listen to us next Sunday. Cheers. Cheers.